0: Listener Production Good morning sports fans and welcome to The Scorecard I'm Liam Flanagan and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Monday the 14th of March Today, Naomi Osaka's tearful exit from Indian Wells The Aussie women's cricket side a terrible house guests, And an Aussie shines in the NBA as Ben Simmons' return is delayed But first Don't be mistaken we are living in times of athletic greatness. I am the greatest. Serena Williams, Tom Brady, Lewis Hamilton—whether we realise it or not, we are truly spoiled by the calibre of athletes plying their trades right now. And I haven't even mentioned this guy. Ronaldo likes the look of this. Oh! Yesterday, Cristiano Ronaldo became the greatest ever goal scorer in men's professional football history when he landed a match-winning hat-trick against Tottenham Hotspur. Corner from the right, the header is magnificent! Cristiano Ronaldo! Unbelievable! 14 years after his first Manchester United hat-trick! He gets his second, and it might be the match winner. The three goals mark the 805th, 806th and 807th time Ronaldo has put the ball in the back of the net. And while historical records are somewhat sketchy, FIFA estimates that Ronaldo's goals put him too clear of Austro-Czech player Josef Bikan's mark of 805 that he scored during 1931, and 1955. Oh well, that's all ancient history now. And while the performance brought Ronaldo some personal glory, the 3-2 win also delivered Manchester United a much-needed jump up the Premier League table into fourth spot, keeping the Red Devils' hopes of Champions League football alive. So, it looks like the Aussie and Pakistan men's team are playing out yet another boring run fest of a test match. Mind you, Usman Khwaja did finally score that century that he just missed out on in the first test. What a superb performance! Magnificent work from Usman Khwaja. 100 in the home of his birth. But enough of that. Let's get back to the entertaining Aussie cricket team, the women's one day international team. And it's official the Aussie women are terrible house guests. Yeah! Yesterday, in their trans-Tasman clash at the ODI World Cup, Australia waltzed into the White Ferns' backyard at the Basin Reserve in Wellington and proceeded to hand the home nation an almighty belting. That's going to leave a mark. Aussie all-rounder Ash Gardner, who had yet to feature at the tournament due to testing positive for COVID, apparently spent her entire time in isolation practising hitting home runs because with her first appearance, she sent it out of the park. The six-hitting power of Ash Gardner is phenomenal. 48 runs off just 18 deliveries from Gardner gave her the highest ever strike rate at the tournament for a plus 30 score and left New Zealand requiring 270 for victory, which obviously they got nowhere near. And Gardner finishes it off for Australia. A big win for the favourites. The 140-run win means the Aussies stay undefeated at the top of the table ahead of their clash with the West Indies tomorrow. And here's hoping that they at least stayed to help clean up the mess they made of the Kiwis' backyard. The sight of Naomi Osaka crying on a tennis court or in a post-match press conference is becoming far too frequent for my liking. And it happened again. Yeah, I feel like I've cried enough on camera, but... um... Three minutes into her match against Veronica Kudomatova in Indian Wells, a member of the crowd went all happy Gilmore Heckler and told Osaka You suck, you jackass! Without the jackass part, obviously. But it got to Osaka, who approached the chair umpire and asked if the fan could be removed. The chair umpire explained that as the fan couldn't be identified, there wasn't anything that she could do but that if it happened again, they would expel the member of the crowd. Unfortunately for Osaka, the psychological damage was done and she lost in straight sets. But in her on-court interview after the loss, Asaka explained why the abuse affected her so greatly. I've watched a video of Venus and Serena getting heckled here. And if you've never watched it, you should watch it. And I don't know why, but... Like, it went into my head and I, it got reached. She is referring to the 2001 Indian Wells tournament, where famously the crowd booed both Williams sisters and their father Richard during the final, after Venus had withdrawn from her semi-final against Serena minutes beforehand. Serena would go on to win the tournament, but both players then decided to boycott the event, with Serena only returning in 2015, some 14 years after the incident. He's hoping we don't see Osaka adopt a similar stance. Oh, he's got it all right. Jock Landale is a name most of you won't be familiar with, but if you think back to last year's Olympic Games in Tokyo, Landale's performance as part of the Boomers bronze medal winning team saw him land his first ever NBA contract with the San Antonio Spurs. And yesterday, he repaid the faith. Jock Landale, face for up, and jiggles in for Landale. Landale knocked down 26 points from 12 of 15 attempts for a career best performance, becoming just the ninth ever Australian to score over 25 points in an NBA game. But while Landale was cooking, Ben Simmons is still trying to figure out where the kitchen is. Do You want to play a little one on one? According to Brooklyn Nets coach Steve Nash, Simmons isn't even ready for that. Nash told reporters that the Aussie star who hasn't suited up since June 20th, 2021, isn't ready for five on five, three on three, or even one on one. But Simmons is already going head-to-head with one opponent. Time is always against us. The regular NBA season ends in 29 days on April 10th, and with Brooklyn sitting on the edge of the playoffs in eighth spot of the Eastern Conference, Simmons faces the very real prospect of not being ready and integrated into the team's systems in time to contribute to their playoff hopes. Clock's ticking, Ben. And that is your Fast Fun hitter's Sport for Monday the 14th of March. Now... If you haven't already done so, make sure you're subscribing to The Scorecard so you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, leave us a review. And if it's a good one, I might even read it out. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard.